We heard in the last uh, 15 minutes, last segment from Matt Hudson about being stuck in Cancun, how he managed to get home with his wife and three kids, that it came boiled down to a Facebook group that his wife had been monitoring that a plane was coming in, a Sunwing plane was coming into Cancun. They had no notice. They only went because they saw it on Facebook. The plane wasn't even full. Uh, one of the big complaints has been about things like that. It's been about communication. It's been about organization. It's been about, been about how do you get passengers stranded home? Everyone understands that the weather is bad. Everyone understands that weather can create issues that cannot be solved easily. But wouldn't Canadian Airways or Canadian Airlines have contingencies for bad weather? Wouldn't you think they would? And if they don't, what do passengers then deserve? How do they deserve to be treated? What is their obligation? What are airlines' obligations to their passengers who are stranded in various spots, especially when they're stranded abroad? Well, we want to get some clearer ideas of exactly what it is that airlines have to do. What do passengers deserve? What do they merit when they're stuck like this? And John Lawford is the Executive Director and General Counsel with the Public Interest Advocacy Centre in Ottawa, and he joins me now. Uh, John, thanks for your time. Yeah, not bad. Uh, thanks for having me on, Ben. So I imagine lots of passengers will be reading the fine print uh, these days, trying to figure out what they are and aren't entitled to. How complicated is it? It's a little bit complicated, but the thing to keep in mind is that you now have a right to a refund or to rebooking for almost every situation. So this is since September, whether it's weather or whether it's safety issues with your plane or whether it's within the airline's control, they just cancel a flight because they don't have crew or whatever, pretty much they're rebooking you or giving you a refund. And then after that, there are other obligations depending on which of those situations you're in. But bottom line, you should be getting a refund or you should be getting to where you're going, although on a later flight. Right. And this is all about the Passenger Bill of Rights, right? That uh, This that is the out? Passenger Bill of Rights. I'm sorry, I'm assuming that yes, no. we're talking about that. But yeah. uh, these are new regulations, airline passenger protection regulations. Have they been effective? I mean, I know we've been asking for this for a long time. I guess this would be the first real test of them, wouldn't it be, over this, uh, this holiday period? Uh, in a way, although last summer... People also had a lot of difficulty when the airlines were starting up again and had laid off some some of their staff and there were delays and cancellations then. What has changed is, as I said, for situations they say that are out, outside of the airline's control, like weather in the in the summer that you would that would have stranded you or you would have had to pay for your way. But now uh, everything's covered for refunds and doesn't matter what kind of ticket you buy. What happens, though, because we've been hearing lots of horror stories uh, over the past few days about people who find themselves stuck, can't really get a hold of their airline, and mm -hmm. then don't quite know what to do. Uh, you, you have some advice for people who find themselves uh, without much guidance. Yes, actually, for people who are traveling in a situation where there's a huge weather event like we've had over this holiday period, you do have the right, as I said, to get your money back if you're if you're not able to leave completely and your flight's delayed by nine hours or more, or you have to be able to be rebooked by that airline within 48 hours, or they have to book you on a different airline to get you where you're going. So at worst, theoretically, you're going to lose two days of your vacation. If you get stuck as well, here's another thing that people may not know, if you get stuck on one of the legs and the remainder of your vacation or whatever you're doing with your travel makes no more sense. You can be flown back to your, sorry, departure point for no extra money. 
that I think sometimes people don't know that they can turn around and it's not no fun, but you can get flown back at the expense of the airline on the next available flight. The communication issue seems to always be the big problem. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I guess there's nothing in the Passenger Bill of Rights that says that airlines need to effectively communicate with their passengers. Well, actually, they are supposed to be advising people of the next available flights, what the situation is with your flight, and they're supposed to be transparent and, and have understandable language for doing that. I've heard that sometimes, you know, the the desk is not man, but really that's the airlines adjusting to these new rules. And if people are not being informed or they don't feel that they had adequate service, that's a separate complaint. So I know people may not be thinking of doing this, but if you have some time once you're back and you're not as angry anymore, it's well worth complaining to the Canadian Transportation Agency that you were not able to even reach your airline or to get this information because there actually is a duty on them to tell you what's going on. Now, it's not super clear. I would like to have a flow chart if I would, but the airline is supposed to help you. Yeah, I I guess the demand for advice, the demand for guidance when these things happen is so great that the airlines, that all passenger services struggle to keep up. What is the difference between larger airlines and smaller airlines? I think that's come up a lot this week. Yeah, the difference is largely to do with what the larger airlines have to do for trying to get you to your destination. So for a larger airline, if they can't rebook you and get you where you're going on their airline, if they can't get you where you're going within two days, 48 hours, they have to put you on a different airline, even a competing airline. But that's only for the large carriers. The small carriers just have to try to put you on their airline or any affiliated airlines. So you've got less uh, option with a smaller airline. Maybe it's worth the extra money then in some situations where you could take a larger carrier as opposed to a smaller carrier, if that's one of your concerns is in getting there. But I do find passengers don't know that for a large airline, if they can't get you rebooked for two days, if they offer you a flight four days later, you can demand to see if they can find you something on an unrelated carrier, in other words, a competitor's carrier, and you might get there a day earlier. You also mentioned, uh, I mean, rail travel came up this holiday season because of all the problems that VIA was having, uh, specifically between yeah. uh, between Montreal, Ottawa, and Toronto. No real rights for VIA rail passengers, are there? I mean, they were. I gather they were being given refunds, but uh, yep. they didn't have to. Correct. <laughs> and uh, the airline airline industry was so large and has so many um, issues with cancellations. Often the trains can go in different weather, so that train travel area has been neglected, I have to say, by um, by the transport people and, and, and groups like ours, to be honest. And it, it's an area where that needs to have similar rights. You should be able to have, you know, an alternative way to get there or a refund just the same way as you do for airlines. But uh, it's been a little bit neglected in Canada. Uh, obviously, a lot of people look at what happened now and say, well, it was the busiest time of year. It snowed. There was a sort of a mm-hmm. huge snowstorm. What do you expect, right? What are the airlines supposed to do? Uh, but any lessons coming out of this one? Uh, now that we have this new passenger bill of rights in place, any lessons coming out of this uh, specific uh, incidents over the past few days that uh, that that rest with you? There is a hole in our regulations compared to Europe. So in Europe, when you get stuck and you're waiting for the next available flight, the airlines have a duty. You have a right to care is what they call it. So that means food and lodging and transportation to and from the hotel if you have to stay and wait, right, for your next flight. That is not required for the Canadian rules when it's due to weather or matters outside the airline's control. We argued hard to have that right to care. And I think that's what I saw this time was when there's a mass cancellation event the airports and the airlines aren't ready for it. They 
they some of them offer some of that care, some don't, but that's really what makes a difference safe to a family. If you're traveling, sure, you might lose a day of your vacation, but if you're able to be put up in a hotel and taken to the airport and back without having to pay, and the airline has to find you a place to stay, that is a huge boost. And I think that's really missing in our regulations. So I would hope that's something that we consider because, as you say, when all airlines are canceled in a place, it's a mad scramble. And uh, really, there's no way to get you there. And they do have this duty to rebook you or, or send you home if you have to abandon it. But what people are really looking for is a little help along the way. Yeah, and certainly not being forced to sleep in an airport or yeah. <laughs> with kids and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes John Lawford, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Ben.